theme music for my podcast is amazing so despite the fact you're here you know with me doing this live this live interaction do check out the um the um podcast on soundcloud and stuff all of this is live no like nothing nothing scripted about this hey how you doing there todd todd black says hello everybody all right well that being said yeah i want to talk about this concept called um white guilt because you know, people talk about white privilege a whole lot, right? And people also talk about white fragility a whole lot. Me, I, I talk about both. But um, what about this construct called white guilt? You know, um, at first, I uh, when I first heard white guilt, it's usually from a, uh, a white person saying, well, I don't have white guilt, you know? And I'm like, you know, I'm sitting there trying to figure out why is that a thing, you know? Um, at first, I thought that, um, at first I thought white guilt was a pathology of some sort. Like, like you know, white people need to need to you know, get out of white guilt or navigate through it somehow. And ultimately, me as a black person, that's not anything. I cannot help a white person deal with white guilt. I don't know how to, I, I don't know how to navigate through that, you know? Um, like, say, for example, as a black person, I don't know how to um, be a white person who's against racism because I can only be against racism as a black person. So yeah, you have that. And um, Todd Black said, I call it white, white responsibility. All right, Todd Black, I want you to elaborate on that one. That's a good, uh, that's a good phrase there. That's a good statement. I want you to elaborate, please, if you want to. Um, after a while, I realized that after I kept on hearing white guilt said so many times, let me rewind it back. One thing I, one thing I, one one thing about the white guilt con social construct is that you never hear any black person or a person of color mention it. Okay, it's never. It's like we don't. What is this? Okay, um, you don't. It's empathy, deep empathy. That's what uh, Kellyanne Morden just said, and it's correct. Kelly F. Johnson says an elusive but real concept. Todd Black says, we started this, it's our job to stop it. That's absolutely correct, and the fact that you know that <laughs> works wonders. Um, but yeah, um, so many times, each time you hear it, it's somebody who's white bringing it up. And the more conservative this person is, more conservative white this person is, the more likely you hear it. So I pretty much found out and you know i wrote this in one of my last articles about how to be a, a white ally slash asset is that white guilt is really your conscious speaking it's your conscious speaking white guilt is white conscious so for the most part each and every time you've heard a white person say something about white guilt Usually it's something to suppress or to not have, right? They see it in a negative light. 
that white person is essentially um, suspending their morality and suspending their conscience concerning race relations in America. And um, once you realize this, that white people like normally just suspend their uh, conscience and suspend their morality when they see racism or they hear racism, they hear our stories, they see these videos and uh, they read our articles and read, you know, hear our word. They suspend their conscience and morality. So pretty much white folks, you know, they engage in what I call and I want I want I want this to be like a, a like an actual official thing that people you know mention. Um, selective sociopathy. White folks engage in selective sociopathy concerning um, concerning race relations in America. So there you have it, a normal white person, and they're like, you know, they kiss their kids in the forehead before going to school. Um, they uh, say their prayers before going to sleep and all this other good stuff. But the moment they hear about racism, um, they completely like switch off like like a uh, data off of uh, Star Trek and the movies. He had the emotion chip. Yeah. So white folks pretty much switch off that emotion chip in their head and uh, not only emotion chip, but morality chip in their head. And um, they just act like machines, like a very mechanical, robotic, um, super cold, super callous sociopathy concerning racism. And I find this deeply troubling. I think that I think that uh, when I think that, you know, these scholars, these social, these sociology scholars that exist out here, you know, people who have far more money than me, <laughs> you know, unless y'all start you know putting in on that Patreon. But folks have far more money than me and uh, far more resources than I do, far more, far more fame with name. They need to um, they need to step it up and and uh, get their, their 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 meat hooks on this as well because shit, man. I mean, this sounds like a break. I'm the only person I know that really thought of this, and um, I'm broken, and poor, and and kind of like a nobody. So I hope that somebody famous, doctor or sociologist, psychologist, actually, you know, you know, bring this up because it's something real selective sociopathy man white folks engage in selective sociopathy um when it, in regards to racial relations in america that's some scary ass shit scary ass shit so when when a white person sees a uh a cop pulls a gun on um like coming out their car not even left their car yet i have that video on, on um afro sabio file website you know, or the Facebook page. Well, the guy, the cop pulls a gun out like this, right? He didn't even leave the door of his car. He put all these little kids on the ground. After a while, I start hearing some little kids cry. Then the guy, the cop says, hey, Todd, how are we going to do this? I mean, how are you going to do this? Got these little kids on there. Like, the fact that this kid is crying don't mean anything to you? Don't you, don't, don't it register in your head that you're doing something wrong? No, it don't. Because... White guilt, man. That's something that they don't have. I don't have white guilt. Urgh. Fuck you, man. Fuck all of y'all. Don't have. You need to have white guilt because white guilt is your conscious speaking. Bitch. <laughs> white guilt is your conscious speaking. So, so it it's baffling. I I can't believe how how often people 
own this. You know, they just they like, I don't have white guilt. You're not going to white guilt trip me. You're trying to, you know, put white guilt on me. You know, it's like something to dodge. Yeah. Um, if if uh, what does oppression look like in a first world nation? Looks like this shit. Okay, um, the problem with guilt in any form, it can lead to inaction or worse, continued behavior. Like when you overeat your favorite food, the guilt of your overeating can inspire you to stop or drive to continue to overindulge, feeling helpless to change. Kelly said that. Ooh, that's a pretty, it's a pretty mean gem right there. Damn. Keontae said that, uh, nope, it's because black people, regardless of age, are criminals. You know, criminals, and we aren't seen as innocent by any sense. That's also true. Um, part of the, uh, the the white guilt, or you know, the selective sociopathy that uh, these folks engage in, you know, it's, it it enables one to demonize another and call them criminal. Makes perfect sense. Okay, Susan says, I so wish you would refer to racist white people or white supremacist white people because not all white people fit your description. Many, many do, but not all. That's like me saying, um, you know, um, I want to talk about the the rattlesnakes with the rattles and the venom because some snakes don't have venom. I'm like, no, I'm not going to. I want to talk about the brown recluses that that have venom in it. that has cytotoxic venom in their teeth. No, like uh, the, the smoking majority of them have it, have this issue in varying degrees and uh, it needs to be addressed. I stated a while back ago, I stated, especially in my um, in the white ally, white asset article that you should read is that um, the reason why I don't I never, ever speak. Um, I never I never speak in a way to exonerate some whites because I want all white people to reflect. So no, I refuse to say some, I refuse to say to add these modifiers. I won't do it because the smoking majority of white folks have an issue. You know, white supremacy is like a, um, it's like a corporation and every white person is a stockholder. The fact that you're a stockholder, yeah, you, you kind of own it. So even no matter what you do, you still have you still have stock in it. So no, that's not I'm not going to I'm not going to ever speak in a way to exonerate some whites because every single racist motherfucker is going to sit there and see themselves in that exoneration. So no, refuse won't happen. Forgive me in advance. But yeah, though, um, that white guilt thing, man. Shit, man. <laughs> Folks need to. Uh... So what do we do from here? What do, what do we do from here? I think we need to, you know, call the white guilt thing as um, what it is. It's selective sociopathy or when it becomes violent, when an actor is violent, it is selective psychopathy. You know, so yeah, let's call it call it what it is. Select a sociopathy. So the moment that someone says they don't have white guilt or mentions white guilt as a way to, as something that they need to duck and dodge, um, we need to point them out, point in their face, say, okay, so what you're really engaging in is select a sociopathy. You wish to actually be social, be a sociopathic, ro robotic, mechanical 
undying living nightmare in regards to racism and race relations in America. And I find that troubling, you know, shit, man. It's like fucking zombie apocalypse. Everybody's or like one of those um, Japanese animes or uh, like iRobot when um, everybody's all nice and stuff like the machines are all nice. But something triggers and you see like this red glowing chest or red glowing eyes and they're like trying to kill you and stuff. That's what that's like, man. You see a normal person, you know, everyday people, your friends, even friends, even. And then they'll say stuff like, I don't have white guilt. <laughs> it's they're engaging in selective sociopathy, man. Selective sociopathy. You know, they 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 don't care. It's easier. It's easier to protect white comfort over black life. So one must suspend their morality and suspend their um their conscience. You know, you have to. There has to be a suspension of uh, morality and conscience in order to continue to even watch, even to 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 watch this stuff continue to unfold. So, yeah, there you have it. That's it. My take was some of these folks said. Racism has been normalized among us whites. Jeanine, Jean Downing, you are absolutely correct. Okay, so there you go. You have all the work to do so. That means to not exclude anyone because the fact that anyone can fall into this category science. Keontae added that. Kelly said, Kellyanne Morden said, shut your mouth, Susan, please. I'll have to agree with Kelly, Susan. You're, um, what you are engaging in right now is white fragility. And um, even though you wish to do the right thing, you want to do the right thing, you're going to have to suspend your um, your own feelings. You have to uh, put your own feelings on the back burner concerning such because you want to find yourself in everywhere that I speak. And I'm not going to ever do that. You know, um, nothing that anybody does is good enough and won't be good enough. So, yeah. I'm not, I don't, I'm not here to, uh, exonerate white people. I won't do it. You know, you can be Tim wise still ain't getting exonerated. I'm not going to, I don't add I'm, I don't do that. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a fuck your feelings moment. You have to, uh, you know, lay your feelings gently on a bed, crest the back of their head and stuff like that. Kiss them, you know, cheek, you know, down the neck, you know, nibble on the ear a little bit. And then fuck your feelings. You have to fuck your feelings, really. Or you can just throw your feelings down on the floor and uh, tear the buttons off. Buttons popping off of button down shirts and yanking things off. Tear the drawers off your teeth and just grudge fucking things. But any way you want to do it, gentle or uh, rough, you're going to have to fuck your feelings. Have to fuck your feelings, man. Um. Yeah, uh, with that being said, um, ooh, Daniel Hurley said there's a difference between listening to respond versus listening to understand. Oh my God. Ooh, I'm going to keep that one. There's a difference between listening to respond versus listening to understand. That's correct. White supremacy is a mental illness called ignorance. Be careful, Craig, with that one, because there's also an intellectual side to white supremacy as well. There is a scientific, you know, false science, absolutely you know, correct, but it's still a um, a um, intellectual side to white supremacy as well. 
you take your Richard Spencers and your guys, you know, like that, they're even more dangerous. Folks who attempt to um, rationalize white supremacy as is. Definitely something to think about. But yeah, though, um, white fragility, I don't I don't bend to the will of white, white fragility because when we do that, you know, it's, it's almost like a, a door, you know, um, if someone when I speak, there's no way out. I prefer there's no way out. You're trapped. And when I speak, if you're white, you are trapped inside. OK, and you're going to you're, you're, you're gonna have to put in work to find your way out. I'm not going to provide a window or a door of opportunity to find yourself exonerated by a black voice. This won't happen. I'm not going I'm not going to do that because every single white person will see that door. will see that window to include your Ku Klux fucks, your your neo or confederate. All your you know, all these folks are going to see that window, see that door and they're going to run right through it just like you. So, nah, each time I talk, y'all trapped inside. What you can do is just fuck your feelings, you know, fuck your feelings and uh, move on. Okay, where was that guilt with the planners of the science march and the most exclusive exclusion of people of color? We who live in the most environmental and safe active communities in the nation, where were people of color voices? Hmm, good question. I didn't even know about a science march. Um, that right there might be a problematic in itself. Yeah, we can't shirk it. That is correct, Todd. That's correct, Todd Black. You can't shirk that responsibility. Can't, it won't happen. Well, it will happen with some. But, uh, you know, um, a lot of a lot of white folks, they they they're in it to be better than other whites. Oh, how you doing, Akinta? Yeah, you little bad self. Yeah, you know, shoot. If I ain't no girlfriend or nothing, you might might have might be getting hollered at. Wait a minute. This is live. This is live. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> Where am I? Um, but yeah, though, uh, you know, white guilt is not, everybody needs to know, you know, they need, they, they are engaging in selective sociopathy when they, they speak of it as something to duck or dodge. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to say after that. It's my main point. Selective sociopathy, you know, people like soon as something happens, they're like, I don't have white guilt. And that enables them to further engage in not giving a fuck about people dying, um, people being shot by police officers, people who are supposed to be sworn to protect them, people um, being getting sickened and then killed, uh, slowly killed by um, poison water and flint. Um, you know, pipelines, you know, dug, dug up, up chucking sacred ground. You know, and a standing rock and, you know, things of the like. Selective sociopathy enables all of that. So, so how do we, so what do we do? You know, it takes the, the white person, the white person will have to, you know, put their feelings in the back burner first. 
and then care about others you know like when i'm engaging with uh feminist black feminists you know i don't you know they say some ruthless stuff about men especially black men but i don't i don't sit there and be like well well some men this some men that i graduated from that school i graduated from that some of these white folks need to graduate from that shit too um I imagine the, the rocking of ice in my drinks is probably annoying in podcasts, but it has to be done because I like drinking and stuff. You know, I get a little sip while things going on and stuff like that. But yeah, though, uh, I don't know what else to say. Um, I think I made my point. I think my point is fierce. I think my point is strong. Anybody, is there anybody who have any counter arguments or anything else to add? Any thoughts on um what I just said makes sense? Does do what I say make sense? Am I talking, you know, I don't like uh I'm talking out my neck here? Yeah. White people don't want to admit all the things that will lead to guilt. What are all the things that, what are all or some of the things that lead to guilt though, Todd? You know, what are some of these things white folks don't want to talk about? We get programmed this way. Yeah, yeah, y'all definitely do. Y'all definitely get programmed this way. All right, so I'm about to bring this one to an end though. It's about to be, okay, some more folks are talking. Chianti stated that she agrees with Todd and plus people assume that it's the, it's the responsibility of black people or other racialized folks to uh, fix racism. Nope, not today. That's correct. It's not our responsibility. Um, it's we didn't construct it. We didn't make we didn't invent it. White folks did. Yeah, we we would have to acknowledge that white supremacy is in place for one thing. Yeah, for starters, white folks will have to um, acknowledge white supremacy is an actual thing. It does exist and does prioritize white feelings over black lives. So, I mean, white feelings come first before everything, everything. And that's another reason why I don't exonerate white folks when I speak. That is placing white feelings first. And um, I don't want to do that. You know, white feelings are prioritized far great, you know, for, to a, a great extent in our society. In our society. But yeah, though, um, I'm about to bring this thing to a close. You're like around 20 some minute podcast, whatnot. So uh, I will say that it's about that time thanks for joining us if you leave before you leave if you like what you heard click like and subscribe to us on itunes or soundcloud or wherever you go for our, our podcast do not let this be the last time we hear from you or you hear from us follow us on facebook and afro sapio file if you want to be heard you can always leave a voice message leave a voice message at 202 854 
1996. Last but not least, be sure to check us out on AfroSapioFile.com for everything pertaining to intelligent black thought. This is Johnny Silvercloud, also known as Frederick Thuglas, the vicious abolitionist himself, signing out. Peace. Hello, my name is Hakon. Um, I just read your article on whatever happened to all the old whites from the civil rights photos, and I loved it. Uh, I myself am white, and uh, I would love to just talk with you about your experience in terms of how you talk with people that are racist or don't even know that they're racist to get them to change their minds, because this is something that I'm tasked with uh, as a white male who was privileged with none of my own doing just because I won the birth lottery and uh, I'm wondering if you have found any success or know of people that are finding success in having discussions with people that are, uh, are blindly racist and can't accept uh, systemic racism or uh, just have it ingrained in them and are unwilling to to see so i am an advocate and i would love to uh, have a chat if you could give me a call back i'd really appreciate it the phone number is again my name is hawkon and that's thanks hey johnny Silverquell. how you doing this is uh ramsey from uh chicago and I gotta say, you are doing an amazing job. Like, I've read your articles on, um, on Apple Sale File, and it's, 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 it's amazing. You're a badass, man. Uh, just, you know, just keep the good work. Keep, keep, keep doing you, and, um, yes, I am in this fight in white supremacy. God bless you, and peace, and, um, and, and peace with you. Alright, have a good day. Bye.